In Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright takes a look at the health of the Australian property market for investors. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In Your Money Today, we're going to take a look at Australia's property market and in particular, the outlook for investment in it in the luxury area. Now, I'm joined by Alex Adams, who is the Head of Sales and Marketing at Aqualand, and Nareda Conisby, who is a leading economist in Australia. Thank you both for joining me today. Thanks Thanks for having having us. So first off, let's take a look back at how the market has performed over the course of 2023 in terms of luxury properties around kind of Sydney area and how you expect the market to change over the next year. Well, it's certainly been a, a very strong year for property in Australia. So we did go, we did start the year with quite rapid interest rate rises and there was a view that pricing would, would fall, but it did in fact move in, in the opposite direction. Uh, luxury led the way and, um, and what we, what we do typically find is that luxury does lead the way when we head into recovery. And, uh, we did see, uh, very strong price increases, uh, for, for some of the most prestigious suburbs in Sydney. So pricing's jumped by 10, 15% in some places. Sydney's already expensive, a median of 1.5, but those, uh, premium suburbs where we see medians of 4 million plus, uh, did see some of the strongest growth. Let's talk a little bit because obviously we're in Hong Kong and it would be interesting to hear from your point of view what level of interest there is from buyers from Hong Kong because the property market here, prices have been falling a little bit. So it's interesting to see if people are looking elsewhere to invest around property. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of interest. I mean, I think Alex could probably talk a little bit more specifically about uh, his his area. But nationally, what we did find is that Hong Kong buyers were the, the second highest by volume uh, in Australia from overseas. So China did eclipse Hong Kong, but China, um, Hong Kong came in second. Uh, we did see a big pickup. So uh, we saw about $0.6 billion uh, of transactions take place. And it's obviously a, a strong level. We did see a big bounce back post-COVID. So once people were able to, to come out here again, they're able to, to have a look at property in Australia. And um, a lot of interest, particularly for our um, in our luxury apartment space, primarily because in Australia, offshore buyers are restricted to buying new. And the luxury property market has been one of the strongest uh, over the year and, and really done a lot better than what we've seen in, in more moderately priced apartments. So, Alex, what have you been seeing in terms of interest from Hong Kong buyers in your, your developments? Yeah, I think, I mean, I can talk more on a micro level, but on our projects, we predominantly uh, play in that high end uh, to the ultra high end area around Sydney's foreshore. And we have had a pickup in inquiries from Hong Kong, both purchases that uh, or prospective purchases that are here or people that are inquiring overseas through an agent there. I think we're going to get a, a lot stronger interest the closer we get towards completion. So on one of our projects, Aura, which is in North Sydney, um, that's an ultra, high, uh, ultra luxury um, building there. And we we're about six months away from completion there. So we are starting to see interest generally throughout all inquiries and all buyer demographics pick up, but uh, specifically through Hong Kong as well. Now, is there anything specific that buyers are looking for? You happen to mention the foreshore there. So I wonder if it is that kind of sea view that people really crave or, or what else is it they're looking for? It certainly is. I mean, that's that's one of the main uh, things that people are looking for, especially when they're looking for an Aqualand product. They generally know that all of our projects will be around Sydney's foreshore, close to the harbour, close to the CBD. So anything well located, any luxury harbour side apartments across all demographics is quite important. 
anything unique. So, you know, the building needs to stand out from the crowd and potentially be an heirloom for the family to keep uh, for generations. Suburbs close to the CBD are generally uh, always asked for, especially in that high-end market. Good transport, connectivity, um, desirable retail. Uh, so we're offering, uh, as an example, downstairs from our building, there's a whole new uh, dining precinct that's opening up that will attract the entire neighbourhood, not just good for the um, the residents of the building. But those are generally the um, – and lifestyle amenities also, just to top all that off, is something that people are looking for. Now, talking specifically around Sydney, Nerid, you already said that prices are, are pretty high there. So why are people looking specifically there rather than elsewhere, say, in Australia? Is it just simply that the returns are way better? Look, I think, um, it, you know, people are looking everywhere across Australia, but, but Sydney uh, is, is often the focus for, for international buyers. Uh, it is our global city. There, is a, there are a lot of... Uh, global headquarters there. People are familiar with Sydney and it's, it's an iconic city. Um, but also we do find a lot of the wealth settles in Sydney from, from around Australia. So a, a lot of money over the past 12 months has been made in mining, for example. Um, lithium in particular has been doing really well. Uh, we have seen uh, agriculture do well. Um, cattle prices have come back, but a lot of the, the farming and agricultural farm families have, have seen quite big increases in their wealth. Uh, and then just really the performance of the Australian economy. It, it hasn't done too badly despite the rapid interest rate rises. So uh, we certainly haven't gone into recession and um, unemployment is at a 50-year low. So interest rates are high, but it is a high-growth country in terms of population and, and wealth does seem to be also a factor that's really driving up pricing. And Alex, are you looking towards other cities for, for developments at the moment or is Sydney a real focus? Well, Sydney's a real focus. We're always uh, walking around with our eyes, eyes peeled open for any potential opportunities in future. But at present, Sydney's the main focus to get our current projects off the ground. And we've also got um, Barangaroo, obviously, which is a, a quite a prominent development site over here in Sydney and for the country as well that we're going to start work on as well. So initially Sydney, but uh, nothing will stop us going interstate. So let's look last at the outlook for the market. Where do both of you see things going? Is Are things going to stay healthy? Are prices going to continue to rise over 2024? Um, Nara, did you want to start first with that one? Yeah, I'll, I'll start. I mean, what, what we have found in, in November is that pricing accelerated again. It was a, a little bit of a surprise given we did have a, another interest rate rise at the start of the month, but it does seem to re- reflect the fact that we had a population increase of, of around 560,000 people. We built around 170,000 homes, so we, we do have this major mismatch between uh, what's being built and, and the number of people that are moving to us, to Australia. So, it does look like prices will continue to increase. The other factor too is that uh, the OECD came out. Their view is that Australian interest rates have now peaked. Uh, next movement will be downwards. So I think that does seem to be starting to provide a, a lot more confidence to buyers. So a shortage of stock, a shortage of new homes all seem to be uh, leading to strong price increasing a, a, across Australia and particularly in Sydney. Alex, where are you at on that? I tend to agree, um, especially on Nerida's last comments as well about the lack of supply. That's that's playing a big part in what's happening in the market in general, but more specifically on the high-end side of the market as well. So if you look at where we're developing at the moment, there really is no competition surrounding us, which, again, is a great advantage for us. But it's also something that 
is quite conscious in people's mind when they're looking for a property, even with the interest rates going up. All it does do is tend to slow down the purchase process, but people are still purchasing, understanding that the supply is very limited. Great to get your insights. Thank you both for joining me today. That's Alex Adams, who's the head of sales and marketing at Aqualand, and Nerida Conisby, who's a leading economist in Australia. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us.